a lot of my friends went the nine to five route, which is fine. And like, they're happy in that. But for me, it was um, kind of, I never really wanted to do that. I wanted to kind of go my own path. And so I've been pushing for that for a long time for myself. And it's kind of hard sometimes. This was finally the break that I kind of um, was waiting for. It was awesome. This is the Adventure Sports Podcast, where we talk to athletes, adventurers, and business owners from around the world of adventure sports. Whether you're climbing Mount Everest, starting a bike shop, or getting up off your couch to take your kids hiking for the first time, we want you to have the motivation and inspiration you need to chase that next adventure. The Adventure Sports Podcast is brought to you by Camp Crate, the leaders in fully planned self-guided backpacking adventures, as well as backpacking gear rental. You can check them out at campcrate.net. So there's this new backpacking food company called Peak Refuel. And honestly, I, I gave them a shot for my last backpacking trip. Y'all, it was literally the best backpacking food I've ever had in my life. I was so impressed by them that I wanted to reach out and get a deal for our listeners. So if you keep listening to the episode, I'll tell you how to save 20% off an order with them. Hey friends, check out Powder7.com, new sponsor for the Adventure Sports Podcast. I've worked with these guys for a couple of years, and two of my sons have bought their most recent pairs of skis there. What's cool is that while they do sell new skis, they also sell previously used demo skis. And these demo skis come with demo bindings, so no need to remount anything. And they are sold for less than half of what you would have to pay otherwise. Great deal, great website, great people. Check out powder7.com. So pretty much none of us are ever going to have the opportunity to get paid to travel full time um, apart from a lot of hard work and building that life for herself. But but what what if an opportunity like that was basically given to you and you could travel, do adventure, pursue your sport uh, and be paid? from somebody else. It sounds pretty awesome, doesn't it? (laughs) Well, today we're interviewing Paul Corgan, who honestly just entered a contest in passing and ended up being selected to be paid $60,000 to travel for six months straight. And the, what you did, where you went and, um, the content you created as well as the adventure you created was totally up to you. It was a completely blank canvas. And I want to hear from our listeners to say, what would you do with Paul's opportunity? Um, you can leave us a voicemail and give us a call at 812-MAIL-POD. That's 812-M-A-I-L-P-O-D. Let us know what you would do with $60,000 for six months of a totally blank canvas to travel and do adventure in the United States. Um, pretty awesome opportunity. Congratulations, Paul. I hope you enjoy our conversation about what he's done with it so far and what he plans to do with it and uh, where he goes from there. Because honestly, it is legitimately a once in a lifetime opportunity, most likely. And Paul is about halfway done with it. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, welcome to the show, Paul. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. All right. Yeah, no problem, man. This is Paul Corgan. Um, if people ask you, what do you do? What do you, what do you tell them? So I, uh, travel pretty much full time right now. Um, I do Instagram promotional marketing stuff, but, um, really it's just to enable me to be able to travel and do what I love, which is just seeing new places and meeting new people. So what, uh, 
what kind of things do you do? So I'm a photographer, um, pretty much by trade. Uh, so I do a lot of photo, um, product photos in different places where I travel to. Um, and where I travel, I try to learn new things and, um, push myself a little bit out of my comfort zone, um, just to be able to full-time travel. So would you say that, uh, your adventures are really kind of surrounded around photography? Yeah, I kind of see that as a means to an end in a way. I really love photography, but um, it enables me to be able to travel. So I uh, do photo uh, while I'm traveling to these amazing places and kind of document it, um, share those on Instagram and with different brands that I work with. Um, and yeah, it's a pretty good deal because it lets me uh, see the world. So I'm pretty happy. You know, there's honest, I mean, there's a, like a million Instagram photographers. How, how have you carved out the ability to get paid for it? Yeah. So, um, I started as a social media marketing person with just like small businesses locally. And then I'd have the free time to be able to travel. Cause it's really hard to travel, um, when you're locked down with a nine to five I found. Um, and so I started doing that, but then I lucked out really with this, uh, white claw hard seltzer, um, best life competition that I entered and they wanted, um, two people, uh, male and a female to travel the country, uh, the U S to explore and do push ourselves, uh, to live our best lives and kind of, um, work with their product in the mean, in the, in the meantime. So, uh, I lucked out with that and that got me on to doing this full time now. Um, and that was a six month program and I'm still halfway through that basically. Um, and, and I get to travel and white claw, um, pays for everything and they facilitate me to have new experiences and, and live kind of what they call the best my best life. How's it going so far? It's been great. Um, I've done a, I started with a cross country road trip for about two and a half months of it, um, which was something I've been wanting to do uh, for a while. Although I did do a road trip earlier this year too. I really love just being on the road and seeing new places every day, uh, waking up new places. Um, so I've done a lot so far and, um, this next month's going to be crazy with a bunch more travel. I'm going to learn salsa dancing in uh, Miami, in Florida, and then I'm going to be going to check out the music scene in New Orleans. Um, all these places I've not really been to yet, so I'm really excited to uh, to be in these places and experience the kind of culture there. And then also push myself to do some kind of adventurous things. Um, I definitely want to be in a helicopter at some point soon, which isn't the most adventurous thing, but for me, it's my motion sickness. That's pretty uh, adventurous. And um, I definitely want to do a backpacking trip um, early next year in January um, and kind of push myself because I've done a little bit of that, but I really want to um, try to get out there a bit more and learn um, how to do that so I feel more comfortable doing it myself. Cool, man. Well, uh, I run a backpacking uh trip planning itinerary service and gear rental service so if uh why call claw is willing to pay for it man we can send you on one of our famous trips um it's totally uh self-guided but everything you need from itinerary to permits to everything is in the box and we can ship it right to your hotel or where you're going to be um i hate to plug that so easily but it sounds like that's exactly what you would need exactly yeah that sounds perfect. And then you return it back to us via a uh, return shipping label that's already in the box too. So yeah, we'll talk about that after the show. But, uh, yeah, so, that man, sounds awesome. This, uh, this contest with White Claw, White Claw is, is hard seltzer. Mm -hmm. um, 
and basically they wanted someone to be an ambassador while traveling. What was? How did you enter that? And I mean, did you think you were going to win? Because it that that's quite an, a freaking opportunity, you know? Yeah. Um, well, first I entered it back in March of this year, um, and I just wrote a little two fifth two hundred fifty word thing about how I'd live my best life or how I do. And really what I said was basically a lot of my friends went the nine to five route, which is fine. And like, that's their, um, they're happy in that. But for me, it was, um, just a kind of, I never really wanted to do that. I wanted to kind of go my own path and, you know, not work the standard hours and work in a creative field. And so I've been pushing for that for a long time for myself and it's kind of hard sometimes, but, um, this was finally the break that I kind of, um, was waiting for. It was awesome. I just put a photo with that uh, in the 250 words, sent that in. And then a few months later, heard back, had kind of forgotten I applied, to be honest. Because, um, you know, you apply to things that are kind of these dream jobs. Right, yeah. Opportunities, and you don't mm-hmm. think it's actually going to ever work out. But, um, but yeah, and then it uh, they got back to me and set up an interview. I was top five um, for the guys. And there's um, another winner, Christine, who's uh, the female winner. Um, and we were in the top five of those groups and then we interviewed and I found out on a, I believe it was a Monday morning via email that I'd won and it was pretty crazy. Jeez, man. So do you feel like, oh crap, now I have to, now I have to produce. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's definitely that feeling. Um, it's funny. It's funny you say that because, um, a lot of people are like, oh, that's so awesome. You have nothing to worry about. You have like all this money and freedom and whatever. And it's true. It's awesome. Like it's an incredible opportunity, but there was some, um, uh, worry about, you know, can I do this? Like, am I qualified to do this? Am I, you know, whatever. But, um, it's really come, uh, pretty easily as I've been doing it. Um, I've been working hard to try to create good content for them. And basically I'm just doing, um, wherever I am, I'm doing a photo and kind of a write up about what, uh, my best life is there and why it's kind of me living my best life. Um, and so it's been pretty good. That's about once a week I do that. And, um, at first I was a little nervous, but now I've gotten kind of into the swing of things. It's been about three months now. So yeah, it's been great, man. This is, this is, you know, take it from me. I'm a little older, but, uh, a lot, a lot of people are going to say, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity, I always Mm -hmm. hated that because every trip I did was, well, I created the opportunity and I raised and I saved the money and I put in the effort this winning a contest that, you know, the, the odds are stacked against you like that to have six months of basically paid travel. That is a once in a lifetime opportunity (laughs) just by statistically (laughs) speaking. Um, that doesn't mean you're not going to do incredible things after this, but to win, win an event like that is pretty awesome. What do you, uh, what do you feel like the path will lead you after this this six months? Well, that's what I think about almost every day. Um, yeah, as I you mentioned, it. it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of um, stressful to think. Well, it's great that this is happening now, but it's like, what's going to be next? So, yeah, I've been thinking. I really like, um, you know, working with photo in, in a creative field. I really don't think anything kind of. Um, I've never felt a desk job really suited for me, uh, depending on what it is, I would be open to stuff. But, um, I, I think I'm going to continue in the path of product photography and work in, um, food photography because, um, there's, uh, some companies I've been working with locally who, um, have hired me to do food and other product kind of based stuff. And the best part of that is that it's flexible and it's on 
more my schedule because I shoot when I can and then I still have the time to travel because I find it's really hard to find um, have both the time and the money to travel. Um, it's usually one or the other. Like if I'm not working a lot, I don't have much money, but I have the time. And then when I'm working a lot, it's like how do you get time off to actually have the trips that you want to take? Um, so for me, working in a creative field has been the answer to that um, and working for myself um, in, in, in a way, although I am, you know, working for these companies. Yeah. I mean, you know, you found a pretty awesome opportunity and I will say it's a little advice. This, this is the easiest it'll ever come. Yeah. Um, but that's nothing to be afraid of. I literally just got off the phone. Uh, the interview before this was mm -hmm. with a university president who he's just, all he does, not all he does, but he's so passionate about getting his students to experience the outdoors. And he's like, I want all my students to fail at some point, like fall on their face, crying <laughs> in the middle of the night. Like, what am I doing with my life failure? He goes, cause that's, that's what creates grit and grit mm. is what's going to allow you to achieve things once the, the easy parts over. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, man, I just think this opportunity for you is really, really stinking rad, but, uh, yeah, it'll be tough, but, you know, just know that after that is when when you'll really find that uh, that passion for it and that, uh, I don't know, it'll just be, it'll be different, but it'll be almost better in a way. Um, but, yeah, man, so far I'm looking through your pictures and they're absolutely beautiful. Uh, is White Claw happy with the work you're doing? Yeah, they've been so great about it. Um, they really appreciate all I'm doing and they always compliment me and it's like the most supportive any client has ever been, even though they're not really my client. Um, but they're very nice about it and um, they're very willing to work with me on whichever trips I do want to do. I have a ton of freedom and autonomy in terms of choosing. Um, so that's been really nice to work with them. Um, the team there is great. We actually flew out there the first weekend, Christine and I, when we, um, when we found out we won, we flew out to Chicago for just one night and went and did an orientation at the office. And it was just, everyone was so nice. And like, they're all like, take us with you on the trips. But, um, they were super nice and very supportive and excited for us. So it was great. Yeah. So like I said before, Peak Refuel is a new company making freeze dried food. And it's literally the best freeze dried meals I've ever had. You can use it for backpacking, camping, hunting, whatever you want to use it for. And these folks are the real deal. They spent over two years researching the market and creating the perfect recipes. And it is just absolutely awesome. I used the meals on my last guided trip. The people on the trip could not even believe that it was freeze-dried food. Literally, you put a cup of water in it. It's like a cup or a cup and a half. It's, it's not very much water. And it tastes like it came from a restaurant. That's how good it is. If you're interested in ordering some yourself, you can get 20% off by going to peakrefuel.com and use ASP20 at checkout. I encourage you, go get some, try it for yourself. It's amazing. The Adventure Sports Podcast is also brought to you by Powder 7 Ski Shop. Powder 7 is Colorado's premier homegrown and family-owned ski shop. Online at powder7.com, they offer a huge selection of new and used ski gear, plus full tech and boot fitting services at their shop in Golden. 
With personalized customer service, they set up skiers from all over the world with perfect gear. From brands like Kessley, Rosignol, Black Crows, and Head, Powder 7 is all skiing all the time. So check out powder7.com to learn more. Now, back to the episode. So is the uh, is the hard seltzer any good? Yeah, it's actually, um, I the reason I kind of found out about them was I like, personally, I'm not huge on beer. Um, I don't know what it is, but I don't love when I drink beer, how I feel, but, um, I usually drink like wine and stuff, but when you're going out, you don't necessarily want to order a glass of wine. Personally, I don't like to do that at bars. Um, and so I was kind of a good alternative cause it's, you know, only got a hundred calories per can and it's, um, I won't sell you on the points, but it's, uh, it's really delicious and it's really light and natural too. Like we did a taste test there, um, against other brands and stuff. And it was, um, really natural tasting. You don't get any of that artificial kind of like fake sweetener stuff that other brands sometimes do. So hmm. I really, love it. and it's the perfect brand for me to work with because it's, you know, focusing on an active lifestyle, which I like to do and try to push myself. Um, and it's also, um, just the greatest people to work with. So, yeah. So what have you done so far with those three months and, uh, what are you going to do with the next? So, yeah, I started with, um, that road trip, uh, for, I went from New Hampshire and got to see, um, the national parks there. I'd been meaning to go to Grand Teton for a long time because, um, my grandfather a long time ago, I never met him, but, um, he helped found the, um, addition they put on to Grand Teton national park. Um, it was kind of uh, involved in that cause he was a Senator in North Dakota. Um, and so it was cool to see that and see him in some of the books at the, uh, gift shop there and whatnot but that's to me the most incredible place in the country wow um, yeah that's really cool yeah so it's cool to kind of you know retrace his steps in a way even though i never got to know him so um it was kind of a different way to get to know him i thought so that was really cool um and then i went out to california down the coast um and then i've flown a few places um i went uh, well i went up to vermont for a little getaway went to an icelandic horse farm up there which was super cool um, and then I'm again, headed to New Orleans next. I'm going to be heading to Miami to, uh, learn to salsa dance. Uh, that was one of the ideas I pitched in my interview with White Claw. Um, cause I want to push myself kind of out of my comfort zone. I'm not a dancer by any means, but I thought it'd be a fun way to get to know the culture and kind of, um, yeah, make myself uncomfortable intentionally, uh, for the sake of good photos and fun. So yeah, I'm really excited about what's coming next. And then January is the last month of it, and I'm headed to Hawaii, um, which is kind of the paramount of my uh, U.S. travels. I'm very excited. Never been there before, so I'm looking forward to it. Cool. You were in charge, basically, of, of crafting this entire trip, correct? Yeah, they really left it up to us to pursue whatever passions we wanted to explore. Yeah, it was honestly, like you said, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Was it daunting? A little bit. I did have a list of things kind of that I wanted to do um, in the U.S. because I, prior to this, I've taken two U.S. road trips before uh, on my own just because I love, you know, living on the road sort of and being on my own. Um, but there were still some places that I wanted to get to like Hawaii and I really wanted to get to Alaska and I still might if it's possible um, in January. That's when um, I was hoping to go. Uh, but, uh, with weather and stuff, it can be, I think a little tricky. Maybe I could talk to you about a bit about that after the interview actually. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to 
plan it and kind of condense down my ideas to what I really want to do, um, you know, was a little bit challenging, but overall it was kind of like, here's a bunch of money, do what you want, um, and enjoy yourself and kind of explore. So it's been overall a little bit challenging, but really just, uh, fun. That's so cool, man. I, uh, yeah, that's just blowing my mind still how, <laughs> I mean, I know that you probably get sick and tired of hearing it, but like, I've just never talked to anybody in the position of like, you, you won like the travel lotto. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, stateside of course, but still mm -hmm. it, to me, man, I've been all over the world, um, seen so many places and I decided to plant roots in the American West just because I realized there's a lot of places that are parallel in beauty, parallel in uniqueness, but nothing quite surpasses what we have here in the States. Like everything, there's so many things just as wonderful, but, mm -hmm. but the variety of what's out West, um, honestly in the whole country, East to West, it, it is a spectacular landscape. So it is absolutely world-class. I mean, there's nothing in the world like the Grand Canyon, for instance, yeah. and that's just one place, one of the, you know, 60 national parks in between Hawaii and Alaska, that just added so much more to, to this country when it was, um, brought in. So, you know, this is just cool to talk to you and get, get a perspective on what this has been like. Yeah. It's so, it's so interesting you say that. And I agree completely. It's incredible, especially like driving out when you hit those mountains, uh, in Colorado and you start seeing them rise up. Oh, it's, yeah. it's such a diverse country. We have so much to see. And that's why I was kind of happy that the White Claw uh, Travel Best Life competition was specifically in the U.S. because I don't think I don't think I would ever spend that much money, uh, not that I would even have it, um, to travel just in the U.S. But to have the opportunity to use it exclusively for that and really dig into all the amazing places we have here um, was a super cool opportunity. Because if it was all over the world, you know, you could go so many different places. But this narrowing it down left me with like let's really appreciate what we have here in the U S which is incredible. Like you said. Yep. Yep. You do. You're totally right. And the, the more I, the more I traveled the world, um, in my early twenties, the more I, the more love I felt for the American West and it inspired me to travel here. And that's, uh, basically exactly what you're doing. And it so many, and even now there's so many places I haven't seen despite seeing so much, uh, did, you said Grand Tetons was, was your favorite place on the trip so far. Was there any place that, uh, that surprised you as far as like, wow, I did not expect this to be here. It's funny. Um, I actually, I've never heard much about Nebraska in my life cause it's, you know, pretty flat, pretty, uh, isolated as a, as a, um, state, but driving through, I went to Omaha and surprisingly, Omaha was a hidden gem for me. It's not the most natural beauty place. Like there's the river and it's really nice. But um, I was just surprised by how lively and vibrant of a city it was. Um, I had no idea. And I honestly only stayed there because it was, you know, an in-between night. But uh, I went to this little downtown area they have there, uh, kind of the old streets with the cobblestones and stuff. And I was like amazed that uh, it's such a cool city that I never even thought to visit. Um, it's kind of smack dab in the middle of the country, but yeah, that was pretty surprising to me. I did not expect you to say Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone would. 
we we live you know we border nebraska here in colorado and mm. i would say it, it is uh maybe maybe underrated um we we just mostly drive through i rode a bike across it once it took a week but it was mm. surprisingly wow. I love the openness. You really feel, you feel like you're on the Oregon trail the entire time. And it's this, the, uh, it's very sanitary landscape, very big sky. And it feels mm. very, uh, very freeing out there. So I, I definitely get that. Yeah, I agree. And it's, um, I actually was reading on the road via audiobook while driving this to Jack Kerouac. And he talks a lot about the big sky in Nebraska as he drives through North Platte and all that. So I was kind of retracing his journey there and it was, yeah, surprisingly really beautiful. So it's funny. You can kind of not expect it to be. And then it's uh, an amazing place. So what's been a, what's been the best experience so far? Um, I've had a couple of different ones. Uh, one night that really stands out was um, I was traveling with my friend Brooke and we were in um Grand Teton National Park, and we drove, we were driving out to get pizza because um, we had planned rather poorly and didn't pack any, you know, camping. Uh, we didn't have the camp food set up. So um, we were driving all around trying to find this pizza place that's in the park. Um, and we went to this dark building in the middle of the mountains there. And um, there was like a couple lights on, and we were like, this can't be it. This looks like someone's house. Um, but we went in, uh, we, we decided to risk it because we were starving. And we walked in and it's like the most lively place. There's like like a hundred people in there uh, all drinking and eating food and it's warm. And it's, uh, it was just like such a fun night to get to know people there and just hang out, um, under the stars in, uh, Grand Teton. And it was just kind of a magical night that we found this, like, you know, uh, it's weird that it's a restaurant. That's my favorite thing. But like, it was just kind of the experience that night that was so cool. That's a cool place, isn't it? Grand Teton. Yeah, I loved everything about it because everywhere you drive there, there's like, you know, the bison or there's the mountains. They're always right there. You know, the streets are wide open. Um, and we saw moose and we saw pretty much all the wildlife. We saw black bear when we were there. We saw a bunch of different uh, wildlife. So it was a really cool park. Yeah, it's a it's an overwhelming place. And uh, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. But, man, people people make their way out there because it is quite an anomaly on the landscape um and is just so dramatic it's so dramatic but yeah so that's one of your most memorable moments so far it's kind of neat it's weird that it's a restaurant i did have um a different time that was kind of uh memorable to me was um being in uh, santa cruz in california uh, oh yeah stayed, yeah i used to go there all the time isn't it such a cool little town yeah, i love is. yeah it's just like the nicest people great food. And then right on the water there, you're like always right on the beach. And, um, to me, that was kind of the perfect laid back kind of beach town. Um, so I'm excited to get back there hopefully one day because that's a really, uh, nice spot. So, so what do you, what do you like to do out in these places when you go? Do you, do you want to hike around? You know, you, I, obviously you love to take pictures. What are some other <laughs> activities that you enjoy doing? Yeah, hiking hiking's a huge hobby of mine. Um, I like to do it as much as possible. I just moved up to um, New Hampshire this year, um, and so there's tons of um, hikes around that area in Vermont and Maine. Um, so I'm excited to explore, explore that even more. But when I'm traveling, like we went to Glacier National Park and did uh, some of the trails there, hiking, and I do love bringing my camera along, even though it's a bit of a hassle. I'd kind of rather just free hike, you know, just have nothing. 
But, um, but yeah, I like to go up hike. Um, and then also in a lot of the cities I'm traveling to, um, my plan with White Claw that I proposed to them was kind of traveling and learning something. Um, so I like to explore the local cultures. Um, like I said, with salsa dancing in Miami and in New Orleans, I'm trying to work with a musician to, I play piano and I'd like to like, um, you know, have kind of a piano lesson with a local legend or something and try to, um, you know, really get into the music scene and feel like, you know, I really, uh, experience, um, the community there. So I try to do a bunch of different stuff and, um, and get out and just being outside is kind of my favorite thing. So like you said, hiking. By now you certainly know who Bent Gate is. That's for a great reason. Bent Gate Mountaineering has been sponsoring the Adventure Sports Podcast almost from the beginning, and we really appreciate that. They've made it possible for all the great shows to continue coming your way. We want to say thanks by reminding you to go to them for your backcountry gear. If you live in Colorado, then just stop by their store in Golden. If not, go to bentgate.com. They have what you need from the latest ultralight gear to the tried and true classics for climbing, hiking, and camping like Arcteryx, Hilleberg, Nemo, Western Mountaineering, and many more. Need advice? They have you covered there, too. Their staff are passionate adventurers who can offer help from their own experiences. Bentgate also hosts lots of events and speakers. Check out their website to see the schedule and to see all of their products. Help take care of the Adventure Sports Podcast by getting your gear from Bentgate Mountaineering. This is Colorado nature photographer John Fielder with a great idea for gifting our state this season. Don't get mad at me. My latest Colorado book actually takes the color out of colorful Colorado. Carpets of purple columbine, forests of yellow aspens, and buff-colored herds of elk are rendered in black, white, and gray. You'll be mesmerized by the edges, shapes, and textures of our most beautiful of states. You'll love it. Visit johnfielder.com to see my new book, Colorado Black on White, that's johnfielder.com. Well, we're we're going to, with Camp Crate, we're going to open up an itinerary in New Hampshire soon. So we might have you uh, give it a shot for us. <laughs> be, the, be the guinea pig. Yeah, I'd be down for that. That would be awesome. I think it's in uh, Lincoln. Oh, yeah. A little bit up there compared to where I'm at. But yeah, I'm really southern. I'm in Portsmouth, so it's kind of right on the water. But there's tons. Of, uh, yeah, it's all pretty close, though. It's nice. Yeah, it, yeah, it ain't too far, but that is a that is a gorgeous area. I've only been there once, and yeah, big outdoor community. And uh, y'all got the long trail there. There's all man. There's you're gonna have so much fun. Gosh, yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, once the uh, I mean winter, I'm gonna do some hiking too. But once the spring comes around, I'm excited for next year to really get out and get some hikes under my belt. So, man, with a with a six month trip, does it does it feel does it get old? <laughs> In some ways, I am enjoying it a lot, but it does give you a lot of time to think about your life and what I'm planning on doing, and I kind of overthink things a lot. So um, the traveling doesn't get old. I really love whenever I'm on a flight somewhere, I get really excited, or when I'm on the road and driving, you know, by the end of the however many mile road trip that turned out to be, um, I was a little bit ready for it to be over but i'm always excited for the next thing so for me it's perfect to be able to come back you know you know edit some photos at home for a few days and then fly out somewhere new um so i think at the end of the six months i'm gonna probably miss that um the ability to be able to do that 
but I'm going to try to shape a life that is going to be similar in some ways. Do you feel like the, uh, the right person to do this experience for White Claw? Yeah, I think, um, I think, uh, I'm a good fit. Hopefully, uh, I hope they feel the same, but, um, you know, like I said, it's such an amazing opportunity and their brand is all about, um, you know, adventure lifestyles and a healthy choice and stuff like that and having fun and enjoying life. And so that's kind of exactly the points that I line up with in terms of my, um, goals and enjoying what I enjoy doing excited, but also nervous for the end of it. So yeah, I mean, it, it totally makes sense. You're going to feel a range of emotions on an experience, especially this long, and knowing mm. that it probably can't be replicated in the same way, which is, like I said, totally fine. But we've mm-hmm. talked a lot about like this experience and some of your concerns with going forward. But let's go back to where did this start for you? When did you develop a love for this kind of stuff, uh, photography, travel, and also, um, yeah, what 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 if led to this opportunity essentially yeah i think it's um it started probably back when um i went to so i went to college for one year and then i took a gap year in between uh freshman year and sophomore year to try to figure out what i wanted to do because i was kind of aimless in college as a lot of kids are i think um you go and you're just like what should i do and you try to pick something quick and then you're done with it before you even know it but um i took that gap year and i traveled and did a uh, trip to Costa Rica where I worked with like sea turtles and jaguar conservation very minorly it was a volunteer thing but um, I was there for about a month um, and did some other traveling and kind of realized that I really had a passion for that and kind of exploring different places and seeing you know and hearing different languages and all this stuff so kind of a love of travel developed for me then um, and then I went back to school and every year kind of thought like oh do I even want to be in school what should I do you know but eventually got my degree in sociology, but I also studied photo there. And so I decided after college, I really want to try to make photo uh, my career in that I really enjoy it. And it's a way to make money. You know, you have to obviously pay the bills. So did that. And then um, the Instagram thing kind of just, you know, Instagram came along somewhere in there. And then I realized suddenly, oh, I could make this into a job and uh, get paid for it. So I was like, that's pretty cool. I like doing Instagram anyway for myself. So why not get paid to do it for, you know, businesses and brands? And so I just started out going to local businesses and asking them if they wanted to um, me to run their social media. And at first people didn't think it was worthwhile and they didn't realize that it was like a valuable thing or that it mattered at all. Um, But then after Instagram kind of got rolling a bit more, uh, I started getting some clients and I was able to do that. And now it's grown into this. And I wouldn't have been able to pursue this um, White Claw opportunity had I had um, a more standard job. So I think it kind of all feels kind of, I hesitate to say meant to be, but it felt kind of like, you know, if I hadn't done this and hadn't done this, then I wouldn't have been able to be here. So I'm really happy with how everything has worked out. Not yeah, it's not meant to be, but that's the path that you chose, and it leads to those places, you know. And if you were on a totally different path, well, guess what? Those opportunities wouldn't come to you because you haven't built any foundation for it. So yeah, that mm. makes perfect sense. Um, cool. Do you still do that? Reach out to brands and ask them to run their social media. Well. Um... When I first won and found out I won White Claw, I actually um, gave notice to all my clients that I was going to be taking a hiatus. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
really, for once, didn't really need the money and would rather be free to travel. So it's been really just full focus on White Claw and traveling and living my best life. Um, but when I, you know, once this wraps up, I think I'll get back into that world of kind of social media. But I like lifestyle kind of stuff, like natural products, like, you know, just like White Claw, just kind of working with good brands that I really like the people and really like the uh, product. So I don't work with brands that I don't like, you know, and stuff like that. Neat, man. So so did you travel at all as a kid with your family or is it something you started doing on your own with that gap year? Um, I grew up with four older siblings. So there's five of us kids and my dad's a Lutheran pastor. So um, we didn't travel too much. Uh, usually our vacation was like going to the town over and going to Marriott where they had an indoor pool, <laughs> the which was nice, which is great memories. Uh, my parents, you know, they gave us a great uh growing up life and whatnot, but, um, we didn't travel too much. Um, I lucked out in high school, actually, I went to public high school in Connecticut and, um, I was in the jazz band for piano and they took us uh, over spring break. We went and toured in Austria, um, Italy and Germany. And we played shows there with our, we towed our instruments around and went to all these incredible places. And so that I really give a lot of credit to my band instructor from high school, Mr. Porter. He, um, really inspired me to want to travel and realize that even with like a huge band of kids, like you can travel, like he was leading all that. I don't know why he would ever want to do that, but, um, leading us overseas to do that. Um, so traveling on my own kind of was inspired by that. Well, man, I, I would encourage you to reach out and tell him that that inspired you. Cause I bet it is not easy for him to lead all yeah. the kids internationally. And those little bits of, uh, little bits of joy that he could probably get from, from you expressing that to him, I'm sure would make it all worth it. Cause that sounds yeah. like an absolute headache to me. <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought too. I'll definitely uh, be reaching out. I've been meaning to actually, but um, it's only recently I realized how much of an impact that had. So yeah, it's, it's always important to do that. I actually just talked to uh, actually, this would be a good contact for you too. John Fielder. He's like the Ansel Adams of our, of our time. Um, he was on the show or he, I just recorded, it hasn't even released yet, but he'd be a great resource to figure out how to make a living doing this. Cause he's a photographer. He's made a career out of it. He's been doing this about 40 years. And he said, once he got established, he reached back out to his, uh, the teacher that inspired all this and it just blew her mind and made all yeah. that, you know, years and years of teaching and struggle worth it. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. It's so cool. I bet to be, uh, to realize that you've had an impact after all that. Yeah. Teaching and just getting through. Yeah. Cause it ain't easy. My wife's a teacher and oh my gosh, it is like, it made me realize I never want to teach. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. It's hard. I bet. Yeah. That's incredible. So you've got just so much more to see and learn and do. Uh, what, what are you looking forward to the most in the next three months? And what are you looking forward to the most after this whole experience is over? I think in the next three months, while I'm finishing up the White Claw, I'm most excited about um, Hawaii. It sounds kind of stereotypical, or that'd be your guess probably, but it's just such a uh, unique landscape for the U.S., to like to have that as part of the U S is so different and it's the most um, extreme difference I think I'd find other than Alaska in terms of traveling in the U S. So I'm super excited to get there and just kind of 
experience what that's like and learn a lot about the history. Um, I don't know too much about the West Coast even, so Hawaii is way out there being from New England myself. Um, so I'm really excited to do that and I want to, I really love trail running and stuff like that. So I'm hoping in Hawaii to do a bit of hiking, trail running, waterfalls and all that stuff, along with pushing myself to take better photography and, you know, learn more and more always. Um, and then after the six months is up, uh, that'll be February 1st. Um, I'm really excited to explore my potential in different ways like this. I think of it as this could either be a really great like um, springboard for the rest of my career in photo or something else, or it could just be kind of a cool part of my story, I guess. Um, but I'd much rather have it be uh, the former and, uh, um, you know, propel me into a life of travel and creative work and connecting with people um, because that's really what I love doing. So um, I'm excited just for the potential and to see where this takes me. You know, it. I know one thing. It's probably not going to take you where you th- where you imagine it will right now, because mm. uh, you know these kinds of things. If someone would have told you, "Hey, in two years, <laughs> gonna you're going to be paid sixty grand to go travel for six months around the country," you would have probably you not well first not believed them. <laughs> honestly, <Yeah. laughs> that's true. And you're you're halfway through that experience, which is just mind blowing. That which is so cool. It's going so fast. Yeah, man. Absolutely. And so, you know, just take advantage of every second of it and take as many pictures as you can, of course. But I'm excited for you and I hope that you uh make the most of it and and you know, keep going. Whatever you do, don't quit. Yeah, thanks so much. I really appreciate uh you taking the time with me today and um I'm super excited for the rest of the journey as well. Awesome. Well, uh Yeah, enjoy your trip with your family, and I'll be following you. Okay, thanks so much. All right, man, have a good one. Okay, bye-bye. All right. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you know somebody that would make a good guest on the show, or if you have a pretty cool story about the outdoors or adventure sports that you want to tell us, please call us and leave a voicemail at 812-MAIL-POD. That is 812-624-5763. Uh, you can also send us an email at info at adventuresportspodcast.com. Uh, again, it is always helpful to leave us a review on iTunes. And if you'd like to be a supporter of the show, you can give five bucks a month at patreon.com slash adventuresportspodcast. And links for all that stuff is also in the show notes. So thanks again for listening. And y'all get out there and do something so you can be on the show one day. All right. Later. Don't forget, if you want to save 20% off the best backpacking food you're ever going to eat, go to peakrefuel.com and use ASP20 at checkout.